This is Roberta Foster. Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. And today I welcome Heather Holloman to Author's Corner. She has written a wonderful book. It's called This Seat's Saved, which is published by Moody Publishers. And she'll, of course, tell you more about how to find it at the end of the program. Let me tell you a little bit about Heather. She is an associate teaching professor at Penn State, a speaker, and of course an author. She designs advanced writing curriculum for the English department and loves helping students thrive professionally. Heather also serves with Faculty Commons in the Professor and Graduate Student Ministry of Crew, and she has a blog and uh, loves writing uh, for uh, teens, and uh, that caused her to uh, put her pen to paper and came up with this Seats Saved. Thank you so much for being with us, Heather. Oh, I'm thrilled for this conversation. Thank you for having me. Well, it's been a long time since I have been a preteen or a teen, and uh, growing up in a little community, um, I don't remember some of the struggles that um, many preteens are facing today. And so why don't you tell us why you decided to, first of all, write a book for this age group, and then what subject are you tackling through the writing of This Seats Saved? Well, I decided to write this book about that moment when you walk into a lunchroom and realize that you're not invited to sit at the popular table, because I felt like it was a universal experience mm-hmm. that so many women, especially, but also young, you know, young men have also had this experience. And I was speaking on Ephesians 2 and what it means that we're already seated at the best table with Jesus. And mm-hmm. I had written a nonfiction book called Seated with Christ. And every time I spoke on that passage, women would say, I wish I had this message for my daughter. Do you Mm. have anything for 8 to 12-year-old girls? And I said, no, I don't have anything. And so Moody Publishers asked, would you consider writing this message of finding your seat at the table with Jesus for a younger audience? So that's the story of how I started writing this seat state. Well, and that is a very... Uh, important topic um, when we have our proper uh, value or idea of the value we are in Christ. It does definitely help um, with other issues, but we many young ladies still have to face this today. And so um, talk to us about uh, this amazing story that you that you have written. Well, I wrote a story about a little girl who has friends, and and a lot of it's rooted in my own story and the story of my own daughters. This character, her name is Alita, and what happens is that she arrives to middle school, and she realizes that her best friends have grown up faster than she has, and Mm -hmm. she's not allowed to have social media. Her parents are more strict with the phone, and what happens is is these girls grow up, that her two best friends are are popular, athletic, they're wealthier than she is, and she quickly realizes that she is excluded from this popular table. And so many young people have this experience that I wanted to tell a story about, well, what happens? What, Mm -hmm. What do you do next when you experience that rejection? So my character learns to really embrace how God made her. She loves science. She has the best science project that year. She discovers true friendships. She has a mentor that helps her realize that when she walks in that lunchroom, she can realize that she's already seated at the best table with Jesus because of Ephesians 2, 
where it reads, God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him Mm -hmm. in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So young people will love this book. It features a fox and a lot of cool scenes in nature. Yeah, it really is kind of a a unique additional story to really understand uh, just how wonderful God's creation is. So it will be interesting for the readers that have more of a naturalist uh, tendency yes. to them, uh, as well as for those that are still in the hip scene and uh, <laughs> wanting to be popular with the the with the crowd, um, and so uh, as well as being seated with Christ, are there other themes in the book that you would like to highlight for our listeners? Well, one thing that I hope listeners or, yeah, the, the young readers, when they get this book, they're going to journey alongside this little girl who learns to love to read her Bible. She figures out how precious God's Word mm. is. So that's going to be a theme. The other thing that you're going to see in this book is what it means to trust God and pray to God and see that God is working on your behalf. So my mm. character experiences a really cool answer to prayer, two really cool answers to prayer in this book. The final theme that I love for readers, young readers, is to realize the role of finding a wise mentor. Mm. Because sometimes at this age, little girls don't always go to their parents. Mm -hmm. I sometimes felt uncomfortable talking to my mom for whatever reason. My character, Alita, does finally learn to open her heart up to her mom. But before she does that, there's an older, wiser woman who really speaks into Alita's life. And so I'm hoping that grandparents and And parents who are reading this book, along with their children, realize the power of being a mentor in the life of a child that's in their life. Mm. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. Let me remind the listeners that I'm talking with Heather Holloman. She is the author of This Seat's Saved, which is published by Moody Publishers. And if you missed any part of this interview or would just like to hear it again, we encourage you to find our Author's Corner podcast through whichever platform is common to you. Uh, Heather, you talked about mentors. So how, how can we encourage people to see the value of being a mentor for uh maybe somebody that's like their grandchild or something, um, you know, where there's a very huge age difference? Well, one thing that I love most in my life is when older people who've had um, just a lot of life experience, when they're able to say, hey, I've been there, here's what I've learned, here's what I can pass on to Mm -hmm. you. And it's really biblical. I mean, think about the command to Timothy, you know, whatever you've learned, and trust to reliable people who are qualified to teach others. And so what I would say to older listeners, or actually listeners of any age, whatever God has taught you, especially if you've connected with Him powerfully in God's Word, or if if God has brought you through some kind of adversity, Mm -hmm. you have a great story to tell to help younger people. And so I love it when other moms speak into the life of my children. Mm -hmm. And we were just at church on Sunday, and an older woman who's a grandmother— knows that one of my daughters is starting college, and she said, you know, I can't wait to have you over for a meal. I'm actually leading Bible study of some college girls, and my heart just got so excited that Mm. there would be wiser, older people speaking into my daughter's life. And so what you can do is look for young people that God has put in your path, and all you need to do is, you know, invite them over for, you know, a, a snack, or, you know, go on a walk with them, or have them over for a meal, and just 
be able to say, I would love to share with you what it was like for me at your age and some of the things God taught me. Mm -hmm. So that's what you see my character learning. And it's not in an overbearing or really Mm -hmm. preachy way. It's really natural in conversation, the way this mentor is able to help my character. Yes, I thought you did such an excellent job of like weaving in the biblical yeah. truth without it being too much. Yeah. That as well as the teaser that the older woman said, well, I have a secret to tell you. <laughs> yes, yes and she makes her wait and comes back, and she also right. asks for permission. She's like, I'm going to talk about God now. Are you okay with this? So, yeah, I think, you know, it's funny, Roberta, I do have a group of grandmothers in North Carolina, and they're reading this book as a book club. Mm. And one of the reasons they're reading this book is, it really does challenge older people to think, you know, who who am I who am I helping in my life? Mm-hmm. What young person can I help? Um, especially those tender years, you know, mm-hmm. the eight to twelve and and on. You really want to. They need as much wisdom and love and support as they can get. So, mm-hmm. yes, I'm glad that you are highlighting the role of the mentor. So uh, you mentioned Ephesians uh, two six as. Um, kind of the theme verse of the book. Are there other passages of scripture that you suggest young girls memorize? Well, I, when I was 12 years old, I fell in love with the Bible, and I highlight the two passages that I love, which my character reads when she's alone in her bedroom. She opens up the Psalms, and she's realizing that David is having a lot of the same experiences as she has. Mm. You know, Alita, my character, has a bully. Well, guess what? David has bullies. Mm. You know, she feels alone. Guess what? David felt alone. So just reading the Psalms and beginning to pull out some of those passages. But I will say this. When I was 12, I memorized Deuteronomy 31.6, and it Mm. carried me through my school years. And I'll say it for your listeners. It just says this, be strong and of good courage, for the Lord your God goes with you he will not fail or forsake you. Mm. So I love that passage. I don't know. What about you, Roberta? Did you have a passage that you memorized when you were young that you just kept with you? I love God's Word, so I know I'm being interviewed, but I would love to know if you have a passage you love. Well, I actually didn't know Jesus until I was 27, so that was kind of (gasps) past that part. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love hearing when people come to faith later in life. It's so powerful. So, well, it does bring up the point, though, a lot of people want to know, can young people read God's Word and understand Mm -hmm. it? And I was 12 when God's Word came alive to me, and I realized God is real. He speaks to me through His Word. Mm -hmm. And even though the Psalms seem maybe confusing, and even my character is like, I don't know, this is a weird book, this is confusing— when, when a young person starts to read the Bible, the Holy Spirit will mm-hmm. illuminate those words to mm-hmm. her heart. Amen. No, I, ho- I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, it's, it's fresh on my mind as, as I think back to when the Holy Spirit was calling me, um, that I would sit on my bed and read the scripture and it would just jump out at me. And, and that's obvious. It's not unique to me, you know, he'll do that for everybody. And so we just have to give him the chance, give him the opportunity to to, to speak to the young people. I love that. And even if you're a a young person listening to say, God, help me understand Mm -hmm. your word, speak Mm -hmm. to me through your word. He did that even yesterday. I was like, God, I need a good passage that I can just hold on to that will help build more hope in my heart. 
and I was reading Psalm 27, and David says, I would have despaired of my life if I did not believe I would see the goodness of God Mm. in the land of the living. So it's not just for heaven, it's for right now. God will show us His goodness even today, and I love that passage. So God's Word is living and active. He uses it, and it's so powerful, and I hope that readers, that that's almost the number one thing, the number one takeaway is that Jesus is real. He invites mm-hmm. you to sit at his table. That's Ephesians 2, and that God's Word can come alive for a young reader. Mm. Amen. We need more books like this uh, to encourage young people to to um, not be afraid to dig into God's Word and find the meat that is in there that will help them with these um, emotions of jealousy, comparison, rejection, and all these things. Um, but we as adults go through that too. And so uh, oh, yes. God's word is there for us, regardless of what age. Um, Heather, it's been so delightful talking with you about your book, This Seat's Saved, and it is published by Moody Publishers. What's the best way people can connect uh, with you and, and for a copy of this book? Well, obviously, you can always find the book on Amazon, but if you go to Moody's website and look up This Seat Saved, there are some free resources for your readers. They can download a free summer Mm. devotional for young people, and I love it. It's 30 little devotionals that a young person can love. And then there's also an excerpt, a free excerpt, but there's also a guide if you're going to start a summer book club. All sorts of goodies on that page mm. if you look up this seat saved under Moody Publishers. So that's the best way. I also have an author website, heatherholloman.com, and I blog every day. So you're free to find me there. I, I'm terrible on social media, but I am around on Instagram, on Facebook. I just don't post all the time. Fantastic. So tell us again about the blog that you write. What's the content? It's called Live With Flair, and it's a daily blog of just a little encouraging word that comes into your email every day. It's usually something I'm learning, maybe something God's teaching me. Today I wrote about, if you're a writer, how to practice writing every day. So okay. it's, it's, a, it's a, sort of like a hodgepodge of encouraging writing every day. Wonderful. So again, the book is called This Seat Saved. It's written by Heather Holloman and published by Moody Publishers. And we certainly thank them for giving us a copy to talk about today. And again, a reminder that you can find this interview on uh, your favorite podcast platform. And Heather, thank you so much for sharing um, this book with us and your insights into life. Thank you for having me. How wonderful. To our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on The Author's Corner. Join us again next time. Do you have five minutes for God? I'm Pastor Ed Wilson, and I believe there's no better way to begin each morning than spending a little time with Him. That's why every weekday morning I bring you a short devotional broadcast designed just for that. Look up God's Five Minutes wherever you get your podcast to kickstart your spiritual walk for each day. We'll always do it in five minutes or less. Have you talked to God today?